Welcome to Adamant One Multiverse, Episode 2, Back in My Day. Let's get to it. Magical flute. <laughs> All right, I'm being joined today. I have a guest. Episode two, I have a guest, and it's none other than my lovely, lovely wife, Selena. What's up, everyone? And she goes by Cena too. So if I say Selena, I'll probably get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's not my name. But uh, <laughs> that's not my name. Uh uh-uh, uh, that's not my name. All right, so uh, glad you're able to join me. I think this will be a very good topic. Um, we're going to be talking about the 20th anniversary of Xbox, the video game company, the video first video game console for Microsoft and Halo since that launch with it. And it became a, an unexpected game, uh, for them. And, uh, you know, having you being a little Microsoft Xbox groupie. I know that happened. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. That's right. So is it safe to say that you're an Xbox fan girl? I, I am. But I do play on every other console. So Is that PlayStation? Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for Stray to come out. That's probably the only thing. Oh, the yeah. The, the kitty cat game. Yes. Yes. That game does look sick. But I am a gamer because, like I said, I'll play on any console, but Microsoft has my heart. Oh, there it is. So, um, all, honestly, all we're really going to be doing is just kind of, as I as the title says, you know, back in my day, reminiscing. Yeah, going going back down uh, memory lane of just you know how in- Xbox was introduced. I think people will be a little bit interested. Uh, sad or oh my god, they'd be a little bit surprised on my story of it but uh, just kind of where we were at how we got introduced uh you know and, and what you know xbox let alone halo uh means to us you know individually because everyone's different i mean everyone has different memories whether you're from the very first nes or sega all the way to ps1 ps2 ps3 ps4 to now the ps5 I think people have really crappy memories of PS5 and mm-hmm. Xbox Series X if it's their first time because they're hard to get. Um, but then even, you know, like I said, Genesis, Saturn, Dreamcast, GameCube, Wii, 64. I mean, there's so many different eras. And with this one, it's 20 years. I mean, two decades. That's I mean, time, time Time is different. Like then, and then that's the funny thing. I'll try to kind of top of my head think of events and things that were popular around that time which i won't do too much of that but there'll be some things that pipe hey remember that song or whatever it was remember nelly or something (laughs) i don't know downtown baby (laughs) so and it's crazy because you think those things aren't that old but it is like we saw a little video of like 
what was it, Gen Zers oh. setting up an Xbox <laughs> oh, original and they're over here calling it retro oh, and all this. So and I'm sitting sad. here like, bro, what? That wasn't that long ago. So 20 doesn't sound like a lot, but it actually is a lot. So, um, but yeah, we'll just have a, just a normal conversation throughout. I'll throw some little, you know, quick facts of Xbox or Halo. Um, like starting with this one, uh, Microsoft, obviously they're the creators of, uh, of uh, the Xbox, there's a whole story. There's actually pretty. There's actually a documentary coming out December thirteenth. They didn't really say on what streaming platform, but it's probably gonna be available on everything. Six episodes. It's a six episode documentary. It's the story of Xbox. So, um, because that's coming out, if you're really interested, you know, wait in a month because um, I had something points that I was gonna bring up on here, but I'm like, you know what? I'll just let the professional you know, Emmy awarded uh, documentary crew handle that. <laughs> <laughs> then review it. <laughs> and then, and then I'll talk about it. I'll talk about their work. Let them do all their leg work and then I'll go to it. Um, but I do like this pretty uh, fun fact is that the Xbox was unveiled January 16, 2001 at a consumer electronic expo or CES or in Las Vegas. But not only did it have Bill Gates, of course, Bill Gates, you know, he's Microsoft at the time. You know, he just looked totally Bill Gates. I don't know how he looks now. I think he looks almost the same. I mean, that's what happens when you're like one of the richest persons in the, in the entire world. Um, but the, the guest that was with them, <laughs> like, OK, if I said it today, it's like you would nobody would be surprised. It'd no. be like, oh, of course, this man has his hand in freaking anything and everything. But, but twenty years ago, two thousand one, <laughs> none other than Dwayne the Rock. The, <laughs> just yeah, about he it. was the Rock. The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> this when I say Dwayne and the Rock. Hey guys, I don't know how to speak today. Uh, you know what? Screw that. In that time, he wasn't even known as Dwayne Johnson. He was just, just the, the Rock. Rock. Okay. That's why it threw me off because I was gonna, I was trying to put two sentences together at once and it just did not work out. Oh, um, leave it to my wife to be here to make fun of me. Sorry, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. At that time, he was known as just The Rock, and he was a five-time res- uh, champion wrestler for WWF, not E F F. <laughs> Back when there was a WCW and a WWF, which were both separate. Before and then, the wildlife got crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and not only did this man look kind of small, but he had a full head of hair. And the shades. <laughs> he was wearing shades. It's funny. Yeah. So it's funny you bring that up because I, I found it interesting. I'm like, okay, at this, you know, again, 2001, here you have a WWF wrestler, The Rock, before he even did a movie career. Yes. And he's standing there next to Bill Gates, unveil in Las Vegas, January 16, 2001, unveiling a, a video game console for Super the first random. time. <laughs> that is the most random. Oh, man. It's crazy. But now, now you fast forward to 2021, 20 years later, and they had uh, Microsoft did a little presentation celebration on YouTube. And of course, Dwayne The Rock Johnson had to appear and he even poked fun at himself. He brought up the whole thing and the shades, the, the shades, fanny pack. the fanny pack, the <laughs> hair, the just everything. And I, I thought it was just amazing um, for him because, I mean, reality, The Rock has been partnering with Xbox for like for years since then. I mean, he's done uh, Xbox giveaways. Yeah. He's done a lot of things. He's had a lot of partnerships with uh, with Microsoft and Xbox uh, specifically. So anyways, 
Um, yeah. So January 16, 2001, that's when the public and the world first uh, saw the Xbox with Bill Gates and The Rock. And I don't think it was the same presentation, but it might have been E3 when they even presented the Xbox. They went to go turn it on and it wouldn't turn <gasps> yes, on. Yes, that's right. <laughs> they just had like the, they, the they were like, in, they were just like they an were, independent amateur, developer coming. They were just coming out and it was not working for them at all. That must be the most embarrassing thing ever. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my goodness. PlayStation and Nintendo's just laughing. <laughs> right. They're just like, who are these guys? <laughs> Get out of here. We took down Sega. You're next. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's so mean. Um, which I'll circle back to that little tidbit there, but uh, but yeah, so that's what you know. There's from that from January sixteenth, oh one, all the way till November fifteenth, two thousand one. That is when the Xbox launched to the general public to purchase, and surprisingly, they've already had a vast number of fans. So great, so they had a pretty good launch. I'm um, not as big as PlayStation two because let's be real, that generation of gaming, which consisted of it initially started with the sega dreamcast but unfortunately failed uh playstation 2 kicked off and then i believe it was either xbox and then gamecube or vice versa but that was that generation game nintendo gamecube xbox and playstation and i'd be 100 percent easily admit playstation 2 is probably one of the best selling the best consoles it had so many games i mean this is why playstation is as popular as it is today is because of PlayStation 2, but it was also the lack thereof of competition. You know, Dreamcast was way ahead of its time and failed. Uh, Nintendo, they had their own gimmick thing that they focused on, and here came Xbox. That's why, fast forward a little bit, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but when the next generation after Xbox was Xbox 360, (laughs) that dominated PlayStation 3 like by a long shot, but there was another critical component to that, which we'll talk about um, in a little while. But so November 15th, 2001, that is the release of Xbox original. And along with, uh, oh, where did my story go? Along with that, there was a, a nice little launch title, little quiet title that no one had any stock in it whatsoever but it was a game called halo and you know at the time executives didn't think that halo was going to be their next flagship uh video game for their console you started know? off as a strategy game originally right RTS? they went through they went through, they went through so many rts third person they went through so much um but halo was a you know, it's a game set in the 26th century galactic war pitting humans against alien invaders. It was fully called uh, Halo Combat Evolved, just to give it its name. But Well, they did that so people would be like, okay, this is a, a fighting, shooting style game, yeah. military style to kind of gain more. Yeah, because it was just Halo and it's like, They didn't know what that was. Aliens, what? <laughs> just like that. Um <laughs> But as we know, players fell in love with Halo and its storyline, which that if, to me, that was one of the biggest things for Halo was the storyline. That campaign was amazing. Um, and then, it, you know, it featured a soldier in a green armor known as the Master Chief. Um, you know, Halo became synonym, 
synonyms. Yeah, oh my God, I can't say words today. With the Xbox brand. And since then, the franchise has made $6 billion and sold more than 81 million copies of games and spawned many spinoffs, including comic books and movies not really featuring um, uh, the chief or anything. It was more like independent stuff um, up until... Now, now where Paramount Plus is getting an ex- a Halo series that's going to focus on Master Chief, but we'll dive more into uh, into uh, Halo and how much it changed the world uh, of gaming, let alone the you know propelled the franchise or the genre of first person shooters. But before we get there, let's go ahead and go back to just the Xbox console. So now that I gave you guys a little bit of facts here and there. Not too much. Let's go into some questions. So, so for you, you know, where, how, how did, how did Xbox get introduced to you? Like, how did, uh, you find out about it? And like, in, when did you get one or whatnot? So for me, like, I, I didn't know anything about the Xbox at all, even before I would say the release day of, um, back in 2002, is when I actually got hired on at GameStop 20 years ago. Jesus. And I know. So I, I won't, won't forget this. I remember going into my first store and waiting to do my onboarding. And there was an interactive in the store. So I was like, okay, I, I'm waiting for my boss to do whatever paperwork I got to do. And so I was like, oh, what's this? Go up to it. Like, What the heck is this game? What is this? big box in here and um picked up the controller and was like all right what is this this is i don't even know i see just see my gun i don't know what to do i'm (laughs) so (laughs) like okay and i just you know pick up at the controller and start playing and i just remember it was the demo for this game called halo had no clue what it was i just was on the beachfront in this vehicle that i had no idea how to drive and to this day now, it's the Warthog. And I was like, all right, this game seems amazing. And I didn't even own an Xbox right away. It took months, I believe, because I just didn't have the money to. But we had a super awesome program where we were able to get the games for free. So I owned Halo before I even owned the console, <laughs> and, which is super crazy. But once I was able to afford the console, it just took over my life I was able to not only play with myself but it brings back memories of playing with my sister when I think about it she was seven years old I think at the time so I introduced her and how to play and we would go through it campaign together and it that just that's why I feel it kind of has a big spot in my heart because it just it brings back memories of things that Nintendo was cool but, you know, because I grew up with Nintendo, but for some reason, it's just the Xbox has this place in your heart because it, it brought people together. Nice. Don't cry now. I know. Uh, <laughs> it's so true. Did you play, uh, when you played the demo, was it the Duke controller? It was the Duke controller. The massive. The very first controller that came with the Xbox was super massive. It was huge. It was unrealistic. <laughs> And what was crazy was <laughs> Japanese gamers, because this was a, this is the first American-made console. You know, this was the American-based console. Nintendo and Sony from Japan. 
So when so Microsoft kept it real with the fatties, they're like, oh, these guys need fat controllers because they're fatties. Well, yeah. we'll, keep, we'll give Japan the small ones. <laughs> yeah. So when they launched in Japan, they actually got the smaller controller, which would be called the controller Xbox S, S controller. Um, and uh, crazy enough, well, you know, that controller was just such a hit because it was just smaller. It felt comfortable. It was right. Positioning of everything was correct, which has gone on to become my favorite controller of all time as it progressed through the stages of uh 360 xbox one and all the way now in series x um but uh but yeah no so they brought that controller eventually to the states and then it became a normal controller that went in the packaging and whatnot but yeah no that's that's crazy so it's an interactive God, man, I miss interactives. You can't see those nowadays. Mm, no way. That's a, so here you go, kids. Fun fact. 20 <laughs> years ago, we had interactives. Oh, we also had arcades. Yes. <laughs> Where you actually put quarters in, not, you know, buy this Swiping digital cards. card and get tickets or some nonsense. <laughs> um, so my story with Xbox introduced is a little different, and it might surprise some people because at the time, because this came out in 01, I knew nothing about Xbox. I, for the most part, at that time, I was a Sony fanboy. Uh, I was all about my, because I, I got, it's crazy. It, it's like I was thinking about it the other day because we were talking about this. And um, I got to give mad credit to my older brother. Because because of him, I had the accessibility of certain video games. Because I didn't buy my first console legitimately my own first console until xbox 360 but i've owned nes super nes right. 64 like pass downs or yeah or- like 64 the reason i had a 64 excuse me was because of my brother he saved up money he bought it and eventually I, that's how i got access to it playstation one my dad had got that for me for uh, one of my birthdays 97 maybe i don't know 95 94 no, 95, 96, somewhere around there. Anyways, and that's how, and then I, that's where PlayStation got introduced to me. And I was just like, this is so much better. This is great. It's, it's, you can do more. So that's where I became a PlayStation guy. And then um, when the new consoles were coming out, and I never, at the time, I never really did Sega, unfortunately. I did play, I had a neighbor that was a Sega guy. And so I got to play Sega, but I never really like owned it until a little bit later. I. What about Dreamcast? Never, nope. I never anything Sega. I've never owned up until Genesis. I did own a Genesis at one point, but I never owned anything else. I did play all those consoles. Just a buddy, uh, my neighbor had them. I had a Dreamcast, but it was modded, <clears throat> so it doesn't really count. It just had random games. Oh goodness. <laughs> um. So and then with PlayStation Two, I never bought that either. Again, I was like the times a PlayStation guy. Um What do you call it? My brother had was in the military. It was in Okinawa got to go to japan and uh, he got one there launched that's awesome and then he brought it back and then left it and then he had to you know go back uh so you got all the leftover goodies <laughs> yeah so he had, to, he had to go back and unfortunately in 2001 november 15 2001 it was just a few months just after you know one of the biggest horrific events in our lifetime which w- was uh, 9-11 here in the states so you know he went off to war um and so his PlayStation got left back with me. So that is how I got a PS2 because I became mine. <laughs> <laughs> and GameCube, if I remember, I don't even remember. I think my dad might have got it. I don't even know how I got mine. 
you know, there was some certain things going on in my life at that point in time. And I, I believe that's how a GameCube came in our life. Me and my little brother. I think I had it used and all I used it for was Animal Crossing. I, I mean, <laughs> oh, I didn't even play that. Yeah, I had, you know, it was mainly PS2. I did all my gaming and then, you know, Metroid. Um, I think I owned Metroid Prime, Star Wars, Rogue Squadron 2, and Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, the Legends of the Ocarina of Time, that free disc that came with it. Oh, that's right. The pre-order bonus. Yeah, and I think that's kind of it. Like, I didn't really do anything too much with my Nintendo. And then some of the interactivity with the Game Boy games, the Game Boy Advance, like Link to the Past and Metroid Fusion, or Zero Mission, I think. Anyway, so that's that. Xbox, getting to the point now. <laughs> So Xbox, so again, so super quick recap. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, pretty much got from my dad slash brother. 64, my brother. PS1, my dad. PS2, my brother. GameCube, I'm pretty sure it was my dad. And now we go to Xbox. And at this point, I had heard of Xbox, but again, I was a fanboy, a Sony fanboy. So like in high school and stuff, you know, I'd be like, pshh. Xbox is wow. trash. Ain't PlayStation, dude. PlayStation's where it's at. You know, boom, boom, boom. Had these other one of other classmates. I'm like, nah, do you understand? Blah, 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 blah. It's got this. It can do this. And I'm like, you don't know what's up. Wow. <laughs> so, come 2003, two years after Xbox launches, my brother is uh, having leave and staying for Christmas with us. And he gets my bro. He gets my little brother this little like RC car, oh. which I don't know. I think my brother always had a thing for RC cars because even our kids yeah, didn't he get RC cars so. for. Our <laughs> so I don't know if he's. I, I think he just wants a remote control car. Maybe I'll get him that for Christmas because that's. I, I, I think that's the hints, hint, hints. <laughs> you know, x amount of years that in the making. The little drones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There you go. Once a little drone, um, and then he got me uh, an Xbox. Damn. And it was the craziest thing because. One, I didn't expect it. If I was Two, Alex, I would cry. Right? I didn't even, I like, at the t- I didn't want it. It wasn't something that I, like, wanted, you know, because I just didn't know. I, it's just, it's an Xbox. I'm over yeah. here, Nintendo, and, and my, and I remember that day because my cousin, uh, my cousin Eddie was there, and we were just like, oh, an Xbox, like, okay. But don't get me wrong, I was excited. So but I was you like, really didn't know much about it. I didn't know too, nothing so about Xbox. Yeah. Like, I didn't know nothing about, I just knew it was a vi- another was, video that game was system. Me too, because... I mean, I had PlayStation stuff, but I was just selective on what I played. It was only like right. Resident Evil stuff, you know, not, there wasn't like anything else that I focused on. So I just so, knew what it was. So not only did he got me, did he give me an Xbox? By the way, I don't know what I did to deserve that. I don't know if he just really just was rolling in cash at that time or what. I don't know because... <laughs> I just there's one of the gifts like I said I just You'll never forget. I'll never forget it it's just like mm-hmm. the most randomest thing ever and it was like so awesome because check this out so it was the holiday bundle 2003 holiday bundle where it came with tetris. star wars clone wars and <laughs> tetris. tetris worlds <laughs> dope games oh by the way God. I open up the box and I kind of tilt it to let things slide out and out slides Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Oh. I'm like, what? Because he knew I was a big Star Damn. Wars fan. I was like, bro, I got two Star Wars games and I got Tetris. Let's go. And so I tilt a little bit more and out slides Halo. Bro. And I'm like, okay. Uh, I don't know who uh, sold them. 
to or recommended him to get those two games, but he threw those two games. He had those games in the box. It was probably me. He probably came to my store because I love Kotor. Wait, it, and wait, it, hey, Halo. At, at that time, at that at that time, we didn't know Stockton existed. Okay, you're like a toddler, <laughs> and I'm selling him this. <laughs> Damn, hey boys, you heard it first. I wasn't gonna mention anything, but you heard it first. You ever seen Talladega Nights? How to bag a cougar? So, if you want to get a cooker, please <laughs> join me in my next TED Talk, and I will give you all the secrets on how to do that. <laughs> oh, stupid. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, I, so, that's what came out. And I was just like, what the hell? So, me and my cousin Eddie, you know, we just start hooking it up to the to our tube tv because we got tube tvs people we don't have no flat screens or anything on the right channel 28 inch tube td phillips top of the mother loving line that was the business you know open the little door in the front so you can plug in those three uh those three uh composite cables there you know your red yellow and uh white let's go and uh yep sure enough booted up that xbox whatever that sound was that it made and uh first game we did i think it was halo and we only had one controller oh what that wasn't so, me that sold it then <laughs> so listen no here's the crazy thing so so we we, we started playing and we we're like man this is sick this is tight we can do you know we didn't i mean there wasn't at the time i think at the time co-op gaming wasn't no, really not, a thing no I mean, the closest Maybe thing. Maybe fighting games. That's about fighting it. Fighting like games, Mortal yes. Kombat, sports games, yes. Like but as far as shooters, the only shooter game that that I can remember that I personally played and experienced that had co-op, not like really 64? co-op. It was on 64. It was GoldenEye, Goldeneye and yeah. Perfect Dart. Those are the only two games where it's multiplayer and we would we would make it co-op because we would add bots. So it's like me and, and Eddie, we would play against like, right. I don't know, eight bots at like very hard difficulty or some nonsense um, for Perfect Dark. Golden, I didn't have bots, but we would play against each other in four player split screen. And um, so as far as co-op game goes, I don't, I, could, I don't really remember any. And this was probably the first game that did that. So we did that, plugged it in, started playing a little bit of Halo. Okay, cool. Threw in the next game. You know, we were kids, man. We had to rotate all these games, see what they're all about. <laughs> So after doing everything, we realized, man, Nice of Republic. There's a lot of reading, a slow pace. We gotta, we gotta pump the brakes on that. That's that's a that's a by myself yes, type of game. So then um, we were like, we gotta do more Halo. So I want to say, might have been that night, or maybe the next day. I'd have to get with my cousin and ask him. But we're like, we need another controller. <laughs> so my man's had Christmas money. He didn't own an Xbox. Oh, nothing. He, he took his, his own, own money and bought his own controller. He got the green Bro, see-through controller. I, that one too. <laughs> I love that controller so much. I was like, I need one of my own. And eventually I bought another controller because, you know, the Xbox had four ports. Mm-hmm. You're going to need more controllers anyways. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting the blue oh, see-through one. And I that was, one as well. That was my, that was my oh, go-to. But anyway, so he bought a controller with his own money, his own thing. It was his. He didn't even own the console or nothing. And sure enough, we did some co-op on Halo. And multiplayer. And then I think I ended up buying another controller myself, the blue one. And then that's how we were able to do at least three players mm-hmm. um, battling each other. But the co-op, um, that whole experience was just was just something, something else. No, that's why I'm telling you, it just, it means so much. I remember on one of my birthdays, it, for my birthday, I requested for my entire team from work to come over and some friends and just halo land party it up 
There yeah. was like honestly, we had max sixteen players, four TVs, split screen, link cables from one living one room to another. And we talked about this before. The hardest thing was trying to find long Ethernet cables right. <laughs> to reach from one room to another. And so, so Halo, this game, and we'll definitely dive into more of what, everything you just brought up right now. But Halo is is just one of those games that comes every like every few gaming generations, every few years. Where not only does it like revolutionize um, a genre, but it it just it just makes its mark, and it creates the memories. Like I said, you played cooperatively with your sister. I had that cooperatively with my with my cousin Eddie, and it it just it was the different experience. The thing about Halo is that it was a first person shooter, and at this point in time in gaming, first person shooters weren't the norm. Like, you didn't see them all the time. They weren't everywhere. You know, Doom kind of kicked it off, and then there was a couple other games. But when Halo dropped, it was just the most fine-tuned game in terms of how it was laid out in the controller, um, the playability. I feel it allowed anybody to play as well. I mean, especially back then. Like, me being, you know, female in the gaming industry was like, what? You're a girl and you work there? But to be able to pick up a controller and, you know, like I said, even teach my little sister to play like, yeah, that is epic. It, it was it was very accessible and it was very um, broad in the sense of the content, the story, the sci fi story. Um, you know, the closest thing it resembled and reminded people is like aliens, you know, a lot of like the mar- space marines from alien, yes. the James Cameron aliens and even like to the point of the drill and the drill instructor mm-hmm. in or the the drill, but the captain or whatever from aliens. I mean, I'm pretty sure Bungie ripped <laughs> right? off that character. Yeah, just look, <laughs> attitude, everything. Um, but no, yeah, no, it just, it just, and then it just had such a vast, vast campaign. The levels were long, entertaining. It, it became difficult when you needed to be, especially if you adjusted the difficulty. Um, it was just, it was just amazing. It was, it was just something different, something new, and it, it just, it played well. It did, it and it pl- still does to this day. Yeah, it to this day. Um, and then one of the biggest things that came from Halo, along with the power of the Xbox, which almost didn't even make it on the game at launch. They we just scrapped it. Yeah, we just found this out the other day. At least I just found out yeah. that like months before the game was about to get packaged, they scrapped the entire multiplayer and redid it in that short span. Yes. They and had, then like, released a couple it. Months to do. Yeah, just a few <laughs> months to do it. Jeez. Um, but that multiplayer was amazing. The levels, everything. Again, it's the, the only other game that did this was Perfect Dark and before that, uh, GoldenEye. That really had maybe I think Time Splitters was in PS2, but that was around the same time when both those games came out. But um, yeah, and it was just amazing. But what separated Xbox, the console, let alone the um, the the uh, uh, the game Halo, and then just just the future of gaming, because I feel this this is the biggest thing that Xbox. Sometimes a lot of people don't give it credit to because they don't realize it because they're either Sony fanboys or whatever they're hella biased. Is that Xbox had the technology to go online? 
to go beyond. And, and they and, did it right. And 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 even to get, take it take it back because I got to give credit where credit's due because I'm over here talking about giving Xbox credit. It all started with Dreamcast. Yes, Sega Dreamcast had the technology; it was way ahead of its time, and it was doing the online and Fantasy Star Online. Fun fact: Why was it able to do that? Powered by Windows. Powered by Microsoft's online. Yep. Microsoft had their hand in that. This is why a lot of games. I think I. Yeah, let me bring it up here before we keep going. This is why I say, and I'm sure there's some people. There's one particular person that I'm thinking of right now that might would you know say this is true or not unfortunately it's not on the cast right now um but i think i feel that xbox is like the successor spiritual successor let's say to sega dreamcast i agree they I mean, had a lot of tech even involved. the controller is in a similar sense yeah similar sense it had the four four controller slots and everything but not only that it's a lot of games came to xbox as exclusives that they weren't because the, the 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 processing power everything was similar. So here are a couple games, just to name a few, that released on Dreamcast and then came to Xbox. We'll start there. Uh, we had Dead or Alive Two, which became Dead or Alive Ultimate. Um, Capcom vs SNK Two Millionaire Fighting One to Capcom vs SNK Two EO. House of the Dead Two became House of the Dead Three. Um. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 came to Xbox as Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Uh, a lot, there was a, Sega had a, uh, a nice little sports series called 2K. And it was the Sega uh, NBA 2K2 and Sega uh, NFL 2K2. Um, Fantasy Star Online came yep. to place uh, Xbox Fantasy Star Online 1 and 2. That are alive extreme beach volleyball. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Me and my mom would play. <laughs> King of Fighters, Puyo Puyo Fever, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater came to Xbox as Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2X, which is the superior version of all of them, even from PS2. Uh, Rana Hero number one, San Francisco Rush came in the Midway Arcade Treasures 3. Um, Schumann 2, Silent Scope, Third Strike, Street Fighter. And then we had games that just never made it to Dreamcast and actually just launched on the Xbox oh. as exclusives. And that was, there's quite a few, but we have like Air Force Delta Storm, Crazy Taxi 3, Dead or Alive 3, um, Gun Valkyrie, House of the Dead 3, Headhunter Redemption, Iron Phoenix, Jet Set Radio Future. Oh, wow. Uh, right. Otagi, Myth of Demons, Outrun, Panzer Dragoon Orda. Oh. Project Gotham Racing, <laughs> which is one of the best <laughs> racing games out there. Uh, Sega GT, uh, Sonic Heroes, Shadow the Hedgehog, uh, Soul Calibur 2, which was on all consoles, but oh, that one had game. Spawn. Cannot forget that one. Spartan uh, Total Warrior, Super Monkey Ball, mm-hmm. Toe Jam, Worms, Worms 3D, and then the 2K series of sports, college basketball, college football, NHL, World Series Baseball. And then my all-time favorite, which isn't wasn't exclusive, but it was on there, was ESPN NFL 2K5. Which, quick sidebar, is the best football game ever made. Released for $19.99. Correct. Not Jeez, only... Blue Madden away. Not only <laughs> did it have Philadelphia Eagles' Terrell Owens on oh, the cover, geez. not only was it a far superior game in 
every aspect, presentation, music customization, field customization, build your team, my crib. You had my crib. <laughs> you can play paper football. You can have a, get a, get your own little plaques, all this stuff. You create your team. You can uh, port your team from the college. You can just keep going and going. The graphics, everything, just the best online gaming at the time, everything. Right. 1999. <laughs> While Madden had Mr. Baltimore Ravens, Ray Lewis, for forty nine ninety nine, mm. and guess what? Not only did ESPN outsell Madden in sales, as I said, in reviews, but it got to the point where EA Madden got so scared they had to that's what triggered them to sign the exclusive rights, rights. to the NFL. Yep. I remember that. That's Freaking how haters. big that game was. <laughs> That it literally led to EA to monopolize the NFL franchise because there was another product out there that was way better and way cheaper than the crap they were putting out. I remember that. So just a fun fact there, kids. If you're a Madden fan, it's all crap. Best game ever. ESPN NFL 2K5. And mind you, I think a lot of the developers uh, that made that game, it was like uh, Visceral Games or Visceral Design, one of them. Uh, EA kind of got a lot of them. That's why a wow. little bit towards the end, I think it was like 360 generation, they started to get a little better, but then they receded and now they're back to just pooping them out every every year. So, yeah. Anyways, going back to what I was talking about, which I already forgot. Oh, no, I remember now. Um, It just, it was just far ahead of its time. So, but it had online candy. So you mentioned land parties. I cannot, because this is before online kids. This is before we were able to play. Back in my day. Back in my day. Just like Jim Carrey says in The Cable Guy, you want to play with your friend. I can't do his voice, but you want to play with your friend from here to the kid in Taiwan to uh, play Mortal Kombat against, you know? It's just not going to, it just didn't, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing then. So what we had, the next alternative, LAN parties. This is where I learned about (sighs) network uh, routers. (laughs) You know, because yes. you had to connect the routers, you, yeah. connecting. Hey, man, come through. Bring you have to have your own Xbox, your own TV. Bring your Ethernet cable. Bring your Ethernet cable. And it's funny you said you couldn't find a cable. It got to the point where <laughs> I got I did so much, especially when Halo Two released. I did a lot of LAN parties. I freaking went there, and yes, boys and girls, this store existed. I went to Radio Shack and learned because you can literally build, make your own cat five cable <laughs> and i literally learned how to do that because i needed i needed a certain length i needed a certain this and that and people just wanted to go with the package but if you took the time and just went to their little like you know they had an uh, aisle and you can literally just cut buy the cable cut it and buy all the little uh connector pieces that's what i did i built my own cables i went all full learned how to do a whole networking setup multiple routers because at the time most routers only had a uh, um or network hubs, I should say, had like either four inputs. You had yeah. to find the, you, you were you were the you were the top shit when excuse me you had your top <laughs> stuff when you had the uh, like twelve connect or eight connect or whatever. Because I think how how many players were able to do in Halo sixteen sixteen right it was four on each screen yeah. technically. So you had to. So I remember we always used two to do. No, I think we needed three to do the uh, to have sixteen. Yes. And then because, you know, it takes the one slot from yeah. there. Um, but I ended up getting, one, uh, I think it was like a, a 20 input one. And that was when I had that, I was keen because I was able to 
bro, just bring on here. But I remember going to Buddy's house. We're in the garages. Dude, yelling at each other. You would yell. Just we like, would down the hall. We had one kid, one, one set up in the living room, another in the kitchen. You like would stop and run and be like, what? yelling at them because they just killed you. Or Yeah, man. Oh, so, man. And then even to go back a little bit, um, you know, another big thing that the console had was that it had its own hard drive. Yes. You know, it had memory cards for whatever reason, like move your profile, I guess, or move I saves around. I think to like take it to your friend's house. Yeah. But, it, but like the big that. thing was it had a hard drive where the other consoles didn't. And that was what allowed it to do a lot of cool things. But one of the biggest things was it allowed you to get kind of like downloadable content. So when I got an Xbox and I got all sucked in, I became Xbox fanboy, went all in. I started getting the official Xbox magazines. <laughs> With the now, gym. boys and girls, this was at a time when... Uh, if you've been to Barnes and Noble, you see that back wall with all the magazines. Believe it or not, back in my day, I can go to that there local Walmart and right there by the cashiers, they had a whole aisle <laughs> dedicated to all those same magazines. Oh, you cannot find Nintendo in Walmart Power, anymore. Everything. PlayStation Mag. You had the Instinct Backstreet Boys magazines. You had the Britney magazines. You had the Mechanics magazines. You had the Muscles magazines. You had the... 50 decor house decor magazines cooking mag it had shout everything. out to entertainment weekly entertainment weekly Phil, that my brother that's for you. yeah my brother collected them he said don't be don't be leaving those out uh and that's where i get my box office stuff but anyway <laughs> again credit to my brother god dang uh but yeah so i would go and i would get these uh official playstation manager they were like over oh, they were like 10 15 bucks i ended up they subscribing were, yeah because that was the cheapest way but the big thing is it came with a demo disc hell yeah and not only did it come with the demo disc but it came Cheat with codes. it came with the early version of action replay game saves. That's how I got to play Knights of the Republic because there was a there was a pre save there where it had like super amount Infinite of money, credits. all kinds of credits. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this is the best way to play it. But it was fun. It, it was it was allowing me to play because you know I, I had a Game Shark for my PS1 and a PS2. And I'm telling you, man, games are meant to just have fun and do whatever you want to do. They're not, not meant grind. to be. A, they're not meant to be a, a job or grind like the kids do nowadays. Like mm -hmm. I can't stand that. If I wanted to have a rocket launcher with infinite ammo at the beginning of Resident Evil, it's my right to have that. So I can blow up some zombies right at the gate and just walk around and not care about anything <laughs> instead of stressing on running out of the room or finding ammo or what, whatever, whatever the case may Seriously. be. Um. But yeah, so LAN parties was a big thing, Ethernet cables, and then exactly a year later, November 15, 2002, Xbox Live debuts. Hmm. And this is where I, I said earlier, Xbox doesn't get the credit deserves because they truly pioneered was... console online gaming. They were doing it for PlayStation. PlayStation had it. You had to buy a modem and a hard drive. And hey, look, I can no, play SoCom. No, I was playing uh, Champions of Norath. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. Sony Online Entertainment. <laughs> that one and SoCom. Those are like the two big yes. games. It was horrendous. And Microsoft launched Xbox Live. And one of the big titles to propel Xbox Live. Uh, it was a bit after because, you know, it took off. You know, you had, people had to get used to it. You had to get a subscription. You had to get a communicator headset. You had to do all this stuff. Some games had online, this and this and this. But what really blew um, Xbox Live up was Halo 2. That is true. When Halo 2 dropped. Because everybody was a little bit comfortable with the game. They knew the franchise and then introduced being able to play with others. And then LAN parties you. were like the thing. Yes. And I still did LAN parties with Halo yeah. 2. Because that's just, they were just that experience. But Halo 2 
really, you know, had that orange little tab across the top of the box. Letting Xbox you know Live. that it was enabled. And I'm telling you, like, that was just the game changer. Being able to play with the random people. Like, it was just the biggest thing to, to introduce. It was probably the like world. the biggest launch in gaming history around that time. I mean, I remember at my store, there was probably 300 people outside waiting for this game to launch. And we had no clue on how to really even do something like that so big. And it was something epic to be part of. And Yeah, boys and girls. This is before Call of Duty. Yes. Nobody knew about that. Call of Duty, <laughs> didn't, Call of Duty didn't, didn't kick off until Xbox 360 and PS3. Mainly 360, though. No, you're right. And it's funny. For me, like, I didn't do pre-ordering at the time because yeah. I, was, I was still young so yeah. I didn't get the game so the way I got Halo 2 I did get it on launch night but at the time I was in high school and you know my ex my ex-girlfriend you know I got her family and her dad and brothers all into uh, all into Halo uh, which I'm pretty proud of I got them into being Xbox gamers but anyways <laughs> so we we he was he was he was good he was he's like my you know like my age now then it's kind of how he was and he is really really awesome guy and uh, he's into the game, and so we're like, man, you know, his boys were young, and we're like, we need to get this Halo game. We're like, well, where can we get it? What can we do? We're like, we got to get it. Like, and and, now, and I at the time I wasn't thinking like, oh, get it launch Nobody night midnight. Yeah, There's midnight releases, yeah. and he's like, no, we got to get it tonight. And I'm like, we can do that. Like, that's a thing. So um, I had a friend from school in which he knew the dad, and so basically we all just said, hey, let's go to a, a GameStop or EB Games. It was EB Games at the time. Closest one to us, I was living in Los Banos at the time. Closest one to us, Gilroy. Jeez. So we straight up drove all oh the way goodness. to Gilroy. It was me, my girlfriend's dad, my friend from school, and his dad. And we all went down to uh, we all went down to Gilroy, EB Games. It was right there. I don't know how it, the shopping center is now, but it was like when it was slowly starting to form right after the garlic. Is this factory. the story where they were posted out there? Yeah. So 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 we go nice. out there and we're like and we're there early because we didn't really know what was going on. So we're right. there early. And I'm like, hey, how can we get the game? Like, oh, you didn't pre-order? Like, nah, we didn't pre-order. And like, okay, well, we can still do it for you. So we got the pre-orders, and sure enough, there was a Ford Bronco out front of the store. I'm pretty sure it was the employees. They had a big old 32 inch tube TV in the Ford Bronco. <laughs> And sure enough, they had Halo 2 already there playing before Street Day, before you're wow. supposed to. And every uh, day, man, it was, just, it was, like, ar- it was like arcade, man. Like, yeah. pass the controller. Who, who's, who's number one? Me. All right, I stay. Next three, rotate. And sure enough, got to play Halo 2 right there. Showed some skills. I think I won like one or two matches, and then I got owned by these kids. That's when I learned. I'm like, God dang, I suck at this game. <laughs> no, they're, um, they're hardcore. And yeah, and I'll never forget that experience. It was just so great. Um, and that's how I got Halo Two, and then got, he got Halo Two. I got Halo. I think he bought two copies, and then I got my copy. We came back. At this point, it was like one in the morning. I don't even remember because I think at the time I was living at my aunt's house, and she lived right around the corner from from them. Oh, so that's how I was able to like, oh, okay, cool, I'll just walk to my aunt's house, and there you go. And um, or actually, no, I think we were already living on our own. But I had access to my aunt's house, so I just went. And wow. stay, I just went. I just went and stayed there. Um, probably gave her a heart attack like at two in the morning or something. But anyway, um, yeah, no. It, and and man, once you get to the online aspect of that, at that time, it was just my. Now kids take it for granted. It's like pfft, they do. It's like an expectation, but it's like, dude, back then it was like not only did you have to have the subscription 
and all the equipment, but then you had to have the service, which was in its infancy, you know, trying to get like the best broadband service and all this in what, 2005, four, 2004, five, somewhere around there. The internet in the house at that time was, it was like, still really? like becoming a thing, yeah. you know, we just got so away. Like if you had it, you were like the coolest person. <laughs> When you had broadband where you didn't have to do that, you know, AO, <laughs> if you shit, if you didn't have to do that, oh, you were, you, you were living, you were living. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was a trip. And since then, this is why I've always said Xbox online is far superior because at the time, again, this is the era of Xbox and PS2. Xbox well, was, was that, on it. And you kind of, Got what you paid for. Yes, you got what you paid for. for You're paying for a service. They're upkeeping the service. And then that's where, you know, PlayStation went bad is they're like, okay, well, we're not going to charge you anything, but you got trash. Yeah. And then that's what they did with PS3. Like, well, mm -hmm. we don't charge you like Xbox 360 does, but the online was like super night and day. Right. It was like freaking, it was just, it was just so, so, so noticeable how different it was. And then, you know, so, you know, for me, it's always been, they've, Xbox has always been a whole generation, gaming generation online ahead of PlayStation. That's why to this day, even PS5 and Series X, Xbox still is on top of it. Definitely. Where PlayStation, I feel it's, it's getting there. It's definitely better than PS3 time for sure. But, um, yeah, it's not, it's not fully there yet. Um, and another thing, boys and girls, you know, back in my day, Friday. we didn't have DLC like how we have DLC <laughs> where everyone just expects things, you know, oh, I'm going to go into a Fortnite and download a skin like it's nothing. Technically, it's a DLC. You know, we didn't have that. Some games had it, but not a lot to the point where Halo 2, they actually made a separate disc that they launched they did. that had DLC, was which was multiplayer maps. And that was the only way to play it yep. at the time. 1999, go into the store and get a disc. Get a disc to get Jeez. it, yeah. And then they did, and then over time they did finally kind of um, started adding DLC, starting doing little things, but not, it wasn't until 360 where it really, really took off. But um, I think it was to make it more accessible to the consumer, to the player. Yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, because, you know, if you didn't have the online... And you're going to be out of luck. I can't play these maps. Well, here's the disc, and then you can still play your maps. Because there was again, land parties was a huge thing. I'm telling you right now, the the experience of land parties. Oh man, it's like no other. It's just, it's it's a great time. It's just a giant party with your friends. I mean, yeah. get some, you know, Cheeto puffs and pizza and <laughs> Mountain Dew, and bam. Damn, she said Mountain Dew. <laughs> Those ain't nobody, were the days, ain't nobody bro. drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> Um, yeah, 20 years. How about that? So I just really, really quickly just want to highlight some of my favorite games from Xbox. Um, obviously Halo one and Halo two are my all time faves. Um, but I got to give it, um, probably my overall favorite Xbox game above those, um, has to be Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Okay. That game was my jam. I think it was at its, uh, it was the, of the, Third one in the trilogy of the Splinter Cell series, uh, Splinter Cell, then Splinter Cell Pandora Tomorrow, and then uh, Chaos Theory was the last one. And not only did the gameplay and just the, the options, you can be lethal, non-lethal, and then it did have multiplayer and online, Spy vs. Spy, Spy vs. Merc, um, which is pretty entertaining in some cases. Um, the story, everything was phenomenal. And not only that, since it was the third one, it was towards the end of the life cycle of Xbox. 
uh, just about. And so it was like fully, fully utilizing the graphic, the the power of Xbox and what it was made for. And it just it blew me away. It was like at the time, one of the highest rated games, I think, again, official Xbox magazine. They never (laughs) they never gave a 10. That's one thing I loved about that magazine is that they never gave a 10. They finally did. And it might have been Halo 2. Um, but uh, they gave that game a 9.9. Like, come on. Wow. <laughs> really? But it was like the highest rated game they ever get. Like, I think that literally, if I, I have to go back, but they probably gave like one or two tens um, pre-Xbox or pre-360. Because I think after 360, they kind of were a little bit more loose on their ratings. Um, and then obviously the first Splinter Cell was my favorite. Pandora Tomorrow was cool, but it was, it was one of those things where it was made by... Uh, it skipped a developer. So there's a thing, if you don't know know this, is that Call of Duty's big on this. Um, the, hey, how is there a Call of Duty every single year? Well, there's a different studio working on a game. Every other year. Every other year. So as right now, Call of Duty Vanguard just came out. As we speak, there's most likely two Call of Duties in production right now. Whatever next year's Call of Duty is going to be and whatever ne- the year after Call of Duty is going to be. And it's just a never-ending cycle. So Ubisoft Montreal made the first Splinter Cell. I loved it. And then Ubisoft Shanghai made the Pandora Tomorrow, oh. the sequel. And then Ubisoft Montreal came back and made Chaos Theory. And then Shanghai made Double Agent. Um, so the ones that Montreal made, that's why I got when it comes to Call of Duty, which is a whole separate topic. Um, but anything that the original Infinity War team made, which was Call of Duty 2, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. Those are my only three Call of Duties that I love. Yeah. Because it's made and by most the... Most people like Treyarch because of the, the, zo- the zombie they stuff. The yeah. Zombies. They had to find... Because they, they, they literally just copied whatever Infinity War made. They just get their source material. And then they just like did whatever. <laughs> and then after that, of course, Star Wars Knights of Republic. Amazing game. Dude, one yes, of the best games ever. Mm, You're currently playing I'm it playing on the on Switch. The Switch right now. <laughs> I'm a little bummed that it's a it's a they're fully remaking it. It's a PS5 exclusive, but hey, listen, I haven't turned on my PlayStation Five in like a year, so at least I'll hopefully it comes out before Spider Man Two, so I could turn it on and play something. (laughs) But as it stands, it looks like 2023 is when my PS5 is gonna be turned back on. We'll see. Um, ESPN NFL 2K5 got it. That's one of my all time faves. And then uh, Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay. Oh, damn. One of the best-looking games um, ever released. I mean, the best-looking version of Vin Diesel in anything, even in real life. (laughs) So true. (laughs) I think it's because he has those goggles on. (laughs) Yeah. Can't look into his eyes. Um, But then there's a lot of other games. You know, the big thing about Xbox is they... Well, actually, before I say that, what was your, like, favorite game? No, well, you already mentioned mine. Oh, Halo? The Halo and, and Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. The Halo? Those, the Halo. <laughs> and the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic? <laughs> oh, those are no, your two? Those, those are my two. Those are my top two. I mean, I played a lot of other ones. Oh, hold on. You got it. Hold on, hold I'm, on, hold on. Fusion Frenzy, Okay, there bro. it is. I was going to say. Fusion Frenzy was the jam. <laughs> that Xbox's <game. laughs> Mario Party? Yes. That was... So much fun. I was going to say, I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on, yes. You were I, like I big. forgot. See, I got you. I <laughs> got you. you. You got me. Yeah. You got me, boo-boo. Um, but no, they had a lot of good properties. You know, a lot of people say, well, PlayStation has all the exclusives. Xbox had a lot of good quality games at the time, though. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. Like, for example, they had, um, uh, and I know some of these were cross, but they just played better on Xbox. They play better and would look better. Yes. Yeah, because for me, it was uh, that generation 
GameCube and Xbox were the two like as far as graphically yes. impressive. Those were the two. It was it was hard to decide because when Resident Evil uh, the remake on on uh, what do you call it GameCube came out, oh my god, graphics were crazy. Luigi's Mansion, mm-hmm. whoa. Star Wars uh, Rogue Squadron, whoa. Like anytime a game tried to look realistic on on a GameCube, it looked it amazing. Did. And the same thing, you know, Xbox did the same thing. But um, Forza as an exclusive was really good. I really wish this franchise makes a comeback. Unreal Championship. Yeah. Wow. That was a really good one, especially in the shooter era. Half-Life 2 was big on Xbox and obviously in PC. But uh, Ninja Gaiden, another big one. Fable. Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind. Yes. The most underrated game I feel for Xbox and probably just in general and one of them is Jade Empire. Yes. If that was to come out now, like we talked yeah. about. It-, it was a Bioware game, mm-hmm. you know, before Knights of the Republic. Yep. And Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Started there. Uh, I already said Project Gotham Racing was really good. It was a really good competitor to uh, Gran Turismo and Forza. And then Soul Cobber just played better on xbox i had it for the gamecube because i had to play as link because at the time they did soul cover you each console got one exclusive fighter which was really stupid but at the same time all right and xbox got spawn um from the spawn comics uh, playstation 2 got haichi i believe from tekken and then uh nintendo got link from the legend of zelda series really weird to see like link fight like this <laughs> like ivy the one that's right. just like literally just wearing a naked. Le- yeah naked just <laughs> Barely strings of a leotard covering things like what, leotard. and then Max Payne two looked like played amazingly on the uh, on the Xbox. So there's a lot of a lot of cool. Things. And then Star Wars Republic Commando that was only on Xbox, was it, or was it also on PlayStation? I don't remember because that game was amazing. But I feel they, like I think they brought it to it. I don't think so. Let me check real quick. I think they actually just did. Yeah, I think now I think it got they ported. They just remastered it and brought it like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because it's on it's on everything. It's on yeah. Switch and all that. But originally, yeah, originally it was uh, an Xbox. Exclusive? It was it was an Xbox exclusive. Wow. Uh, March that was a really cool game. First person Star Wars game. Yeah, um, but but yeah, wait, where did my notes go? Notes. So yeah, twenty years, Xbox. And Halo. Good memories. And on these twenty on the twentieth year, you come home with the oh. Halo Series X twentieth anniversary. <gasps> and they l- released the multiplayer as to play. Not the campaign, That's, it's December. Let me tell you 8th. something right now. Me and you we've talked about this before, but this is one of the reasons why I am a big Microsoft fan. Is because they're a fan of us. They're a fan of the gamers. They care about what you say and, you know, we'll try to, if something's not going right, they will try to fix it to where it's, you know, what you're looking for, the consumer wants. And, I mean, I've gone to numerous fan fests where it's just celebrating, you know, us as gamers. You you just go there, hang out, play games. They give you free stuff. It's just, it's about you and you know, not to knock anybody else, you know, PlayStation or Nintendo, but you don't really hear much about that. It's anywhere you go online, it is about the the fans for Microsoft. I I I agree with that one hundred percent, even unbiasedly. Yeah. Like it, you got to be very unbiased if you really think about it. Nintendo has an opportunity to do so much for their fans, but they don't. 
They don't. They could easily. They could easily well, give every us. Once in a while, give them some credit. I mean, what? A couple years ago, they would were going out with their buses or and allowing people to play. Yeah, but I, but know, I mean, there's so much. There's so much they can right. do. No, I mean, they can is. literally release a virtual console for us with no extra charge, like True. they're doing with the 64 nonsense. They can give us games that people really want. I mean, look, they finally gave us Metroid, and look how well it's selling because these are things that people want, and they know people want it. And people will buy it and whatever that yeah. they don't they don't care. I mean they 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 it almost to a point sometimes they feel I feel like they please, you know, the the what's it called? The secondhand dealers, the scalpers. Yeah. Because they release limited things here and there instead of making it accessible for everybody. True. Um it's just a, it's just annoying. It's like it's not really a balance there. And then you look at PlayStation and PlayStation, they're just conceited as hell. They, they tried. Okay, let me tell you, I'll bring that up too. You know, at E3 and and then different things. They have tried to be like Microsoft in a sense and have their what? What did they have? Their little PlayStation, uh, their trailer as well. You know, you'd go out there and play games and give you access to their merchandise and stuff. But it was just it felt kind of faked. Like like they just put on a mask to do it because this is the thing to do. It wasn't really about like. Well, the player. I mean, it, they the they're conceited people. I mean, this is before I joined, but yeah. you you were there yeah. for for working at GameStop and working at being a manager. You get to you go to your um, expo every every year, and there was a time when P. Oh, there was years at, that at they, its peak mm-hmm. at its peak of PS2. I mean, they said to all of you that without PlayStation, you guys wouldn't be you guys wouldn't exist. Exactly. You guys wouldn't be around. They did, you they know. Did. And then come PS3, and they shit the bed. Yeah. Excuse my language again. But what did they do? They lost because 360 took off and just online gaming was the And then Microsoft the big thing. just took us in and we were like their their golden childs. They just treated us like yeah, they, like we were like we are the reason why they are mm-hmm. successful and it felt nice. And uh and then once uh once uh they realized that they started changing their tone to at least the <laughs> you guys, did. the people were selling everything. Um and then they got back on top with the PlayStation Four and now they're still they're back at it. I mean, they're raising the prices on games, they don't care, raising price of controllers, they don't care. Um, you know, that's a whole nother that's actually a whole nother uh episode, little teaser there that I've been wanting to talk about. Um and even recent comments that the PlayStation president has said, but they're not really focused on like taking care of, of making independent games. They're just focused on the blockbuster because they know, you know, people buy our stuff for the exclusives, which in, re- in recent uh, article that I read, it's not really the case. A lot of, they just play all other games. Their classics are start their exclusives are becoming less and less um, like in, in quantity because of just how everything is right now, especially, you know, with PS5. I mean, look at all their games that are coming out until 2023. And uh, it's just, it's just, it just really gives you that feel like they don't really care too much of the fans in a sense, publicly or anything like that. Um, they are, I think they do a better job than Nintendo in, in, in some cases, because um, it's a little more accessible and, not necessarily talking about the PS5 or anything, just everything else, like their PlayStation Plus, and they give pretty good discounts on digital yeah, games here and there. True. They but do. they don't focus on anything. Like yeah. they, the the, the the president of Sony wants to talk about making PlayStation accessible everywhere for anybody, like how Xbox is doing it, but yet they're very resistant on the idea of like a Game Pass that Xbox has. I mean, Xbox don't even has, talk about PlayStation now. <laughs> yeah, PlayStation now is just straight garbage. But I mean, you look at Game Pass and it's available everywhere. You can play it on anything and it's meant what it is. I mean, their goal is to let anyone and everyone play 
Xbox games anywhere um, at a good price. I mean, dude, you can download Halo. I, I downloaded Forza Horizon 5. Day one. Day one. <gasps> you know, I just paid the subscription. Bam, there it is. If everyone owned the game, I can buy the game if I want. Um, and that's amazing. That's things, that's things that Xbox does. They focus on the consumer. Um, they focus on what pleases them, what, what, what they listen. I mean, look what they did with Halo. They delayed it a whole year. Because people didn't like the way it looked. They gave it all that criticism and everything. They're like, okay, well, you're going to wait, but we'll make it better. And I just played the multiplayer today, which is technically still a beta, um, but almost final product. And it looks amazing. And it plays me like I'm this. It it, it took me back to when Bungie owned owned Halo. Bungie made the first set of Halo 1, 2, 3, and Reach. And then after that, you know, Bungie um, was able to... Uh, what do you call it leave at microsoft because they were technically owned by microsoft microsoft just held on to all the rights of halo and bungie went on and partnered with activision and made destiny and we all know where that's at right now um it was all right I don't, i'm not a big fan of destiny no. i was I think, for a I think moment it's there still, it's still gone pretty yeah. strong i think but not as strong as a few years ago. yeah and it plays a lot like halo yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um and then 343 studios uh industries i should say 343 industries took over and they made odst um they made four they made five and they, they made the remasters of of the first one and halo 2 master chief collection and they just didn't really hit the spot like four i never i didn't get sucked into the campaign i didn't care about multiplayer mm-hmm. five i actually did play the entire campaign of that surprisingly I don't really know what it is. Maybe because he played as Luke Cage. That was the other character and it's played by that actor. And uh, I just really hate when you go back and forth between Chief and somebody else. But it was actually not bad. I just forced myself to it because I really want to know the story. There was a big, yeah. there was a pretty good story with uh, Cortana and whatnot. Didn't really do the multiplayer because, you know, they were like no. doing this weird stuff. It was kind of, yeah, I agree. And then, uh, and, and yeah, but Infinite looks like they're going back to the roots that's, and yeah that's what the multiplayer mm-hmm. that i've played today i only played two matches 4v4 slayer and 8v8 big team battle i think it was i don't know but um it played good and it looks amazing so i can't I'm, wait i'm really excited as, soon to, as we're done with this <laughs> oh yeah put some matches in um and yeah, it just, it just plays, it, it just, you know, and again, they listen to the fans, the Xbox, they listen to the fans, even their presentation today just felt very much I to I felt the like fans. it was to me. It's, yeah. that's how it felt. It, yeah. I mean, they focused on they made the adaptive controller so anyone can play, even yeah. if you got disabilities and stuff, like they just really focus on the consumer and they only, and what's funny is the only criticism I ever hear about Xbox from like the fanboys is like, well, they don't got the games I like, they don't got the games. This, and like, well, I'll tell you what. They just got a bunch of studios. Yep. And best believe mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of games coming out because PS5, I seen two, and this is just me. This is just my opinion. But I seen what the last two or three presentations and outside of Spider-Man 2, none of their games and Stray. Stray. And Stray. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> none of their games interest me whatsoever. No. I'll play Horizon just because, <sighs> but... I didn't even really finish the first one because at that point I had already played a lot of Assassin's Creed, a lot of Tomb Raider, and that's kind of really what it reminded me of. And I was just like, nah, I don't really want to go through this again after I just mastered Assassin's Creed and the Tomb Raider games. So, but uh, yeah, didn't care for Last of Us whatsoever. Um, sorry, but uh, you know, God of War, eh. it's the same old you know, God of War Ragnarok. Ooh. 
<laughs> cool. More, more, uh, more Thor. I just, I'd rather than just make a Thor game with Marvel characters. Like, I don't know. Kratos was cool. Don't get me wrong. I like God of War. I played all the originals, the original three and the two on, uh, on PSP, PSP and the Vita, the one in the Vita. Mm-hmm. It was one on PSP and one in Vita or two on. I think two on PSP. Okay. Either way, I played, I played all those. Um, I didn't really care about the new one, more Norse mythology and having a kid. I like the original where he had the vengeance that his just family reckless. were killed and he was just, yeah. he was, he was the God of war mm-hmm. where now he's like poppy war. And it's like, eh. <laughs> it's a poppy. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, you funny. But yeah. So pretty jazzed. Hell Yeah. Hell Damn, yeah. that face you gave me. <laughs> Bro, December's going to be the month. Yep, December 8th, campaign. The only thing that sucks is they won't have co-op day one. Yes. Got to have that co-op. But it's all right. We'll go back and we'll play the Master Chief Collection. Yes, definitely. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll do all the co-ops there. I need to finish. I need to go back and play Halo 4 anyway, so we can do co-op Halo 4 because I never finished that story. I finished all of them but that one. One, two, three, reach. I yeah, think, I don't think I, I did think I finished either. ODST. And then we did. Well, yeah, you did then, that one, and then we started playing multiplayer through it. And then five, I did. Four is the only one I got halfway, and I just lost interest. Yeah, just the story was weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Cool. Happy birthday, Xbox. Halo. Happy birthday. It'll be fun. And then, uh, if you guys want to get on, get down on some Xbox. Hit us up on social media. I do have my Instagram. That is now live, so you guys can definitely follow there. Um, trying to get Facebook and everything, and I'll try to get a Twitch set up. I need to hit up one of my buddies who can help me with that so I can set it up properly. Um, that way we can get a, a little bit more gaming out there. But, yeah. Thank you for having me in your house on your show. That's right. It is my house. <laughs> it's my show. All this is mine. Clean that new Xbox you Excuse just got. Excuse me? Hell no. This girl came home with a new Xbox, a new Master Chief Elite controller, anniversary controller, and anniversary headset. And I'm sitting there like Ice Cube and Friday like, where mine at? <laughs> she said, what? That's my early birthday. Go have, go have some cereal with some water. <laughs> Anyway, add some water to that. There it is. (laughs) Until next time. Bye. Bye.